Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Dinosaurs Are Extinct. Now, how can we get rid of these homosexuals? Woo! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. It's a new month. That means your two favorites are back in full effect. We are reporting live from Earth 616. I am one half of this show. I am John Salvatore, the podcast QB. John Strange, Wong, everything in between. And I am joined by my ace. What's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman, the uh, Earth 616 variant of none other than Wanda, Django, Maximoff. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy to be back, man. It's May. Doing this thing again, getting ready for spring, a spring starter. I don't know. I'm yeah, we're in spring. We are in spring. A new issue of Gay Side Stories We Imagine with your host with the most. Um, how have you? Well, I know how you've been because we <laughs> chat very frequently. Let the yeah. listeners know how you've been, man. Shit. It's fucking tired, working. No, um, great, you know, I hate sleep. There you go. That's exactly it. That sums up all of it. I hate this damn nine to five slavery, but you know, I've been chilling, enjoying the uh, the the nerd offerings we've been getting, and also sleep. So that's sleep, good. gym, eat, repeat. So I've been good. I know that's right. Skeet and beat added to the mix, and it's a <laughs> bonanza. Um, so you saw Doctor Strange. I did. Yep. A- or Doctor Sh- or mini review on Doctor Strange on my most recent episode. What would you say was your favorite thing from Doctor Strange, and what was your least favorite thing from Doctor Strange? And then, what would you give your overall grade? Okay, uh, my favorite, my least favorite, and my grade. Uh, my favorite has to be exploring, and this not just because I'm a Wanda fan, but exploring women and their impact in the MCU. Because we started off with all these niggas, well, all these men for so long. Right. And Elizabeth is like the fan favorite, though they've, you know, whitewashed Wanda's character. But I think Elizabeth is doing a damn good job. And I love this idea that out of all of the MCU TV shows that came out, WandaVision is the one that was, I mean, yeah, What If was as well. But WandaVision was very much required watching in order to seamlessly move into uh dr strange so the role of women in the mcu specifically wanda that's that's what i love the most about it um the least is that we didn't get enough multiversal travel for me i agree i didn't i think that little montage of um strange in america kind of going through universe that was cute it was it really was um i was just hoping we get some fucking cool world type cartoon shit like i wanted more i wanted even if it was just for like a minute here a minute there like nigga go from universe to universe um right. but overall grade i would probably give it a solid my initial reaction at a but now that i've sat with it for a couple of days probably like a b plus i give it a b plus i'm with you i give it a solid b um, my greatest takeaway from it was Wanda being at the forefront mm-hmm. and having such strong female representation. Um, yeah. My takeaway, the thing I didn't like the most was the runtime, where it was very action-packed from start to finish. Mm-hmm. The, the runtime was a little short for me. Um, mm, okay. They cut twenty to thirty minutes out. Damn. Of so perhaps we will get an extended mm. cut on Disney Plus or the DVD yeah. release, or maybe both. 
I don't know. Um, I will say out of all of the female characters in the MCU, as of now, because we don't have a lot of our power players yet. Right, uh, right. Wanda has given more range in her shorter tenure than, mm -hmm, let's say, mm -hmm. Carol Danvers mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. a, you know, Black Widow. And then mm -hmm. I don't even count, you know, the girls from the Gardens of the Galaxy because I'm, to me, even in that setting, they are props. They are not yeah. at the forefront. So I, I can't give them that. Mm -hmm. And that sucks Absolutely. because it shouldn't be, it should definitely be a level playing field. Um, mm -hmm. I will applaud them for the representation within the Illuminati. Um, mm -hmm. Captain Carter mm -hmm. and uh, Maria Rambeau, mm -hmm. and I think that was, I, yeah, I think that was done purposely to have women, you know, more so in this project, because mm -hmm. from what I understand, because I, I didn't really read the Illuminati comics, um, it's always been just a, a, a stable of niggas. So, niggas. Yeah, so, a whole bunch of niggas and white niggas, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I think it was great. I will say this, and th this is me being tongue-in-cheek, you couldn't have used that hair that Come Monica on. had. Come on. In and Do Doctor Strange two in Captain Marvel, I understand that it's definitely thirty years different, but mm. she couldn't have. And I'm going to assume that was her natural hair. She couldn't have because women were wearing a natural hair. Well, probably not. Come on. So in the early '90s, but there was a small subset of women that were wearing their hair natural in the 90s. So why they gave her that bag, let's turn the wigs around, um, mm. wig in Captain Marvel still does not sit right with me. I understand this is quote unquote Captain Marvel's movie and you want everything to appease a white aesthetic, but that is that was not the aesthetic. I don't know what that was. like. Mm. There was a better way to do that. It, like you and I have been having this conversation for years. They could yeah. have given her some some box braids. They could Something. have given her, you know, a, a short Tony Braxton Halle Berry haircut. That particular mm -hmm. bagged wig was not it. See, and it, that would have made more sense, even with a woman in the military. I, so, but you also the directors were Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, who are two non-black, very white people. So, I get Captain that. Marvel. But you you could have leaned into you have the resources and the access. Come on, you could have leaned into a Ryan Coogler and his team. You could have leaned into Ania DaCosta and her mm -hmm. team. Shit. You could have even leaned into, and if I'm not mistaken, I want to say the creative team behind WandaVision was predominantly white or non-black. Mm -hmm. so, so my thing is this, even though WandaVision was in quote unquote current time, I never once watched the characterization or the aesthetic of Maria, I'm sorry, of Monica Rambeau and mm -hmm. was like, what's up with her hair? She looks impeccable. <laughs> like the styling, everything was impeccable for her for every episode that she was in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even with the with the throwbacks, like the costuming yeah. was there. Mm -hmm. You you knew how when I watched that, she wasn't whitewashed. She wasn't, you know, sidelined. Even though she was a a supplementary character, mm -hmm. it didn't feel that way. Yeah, especially with she her group. played her part and owned her part in that. And my thing is, you, you couldn't have done that for her mother. In the, I, I digress. Yeah, that mushroom wig was something, but yeah. That was fucking yeah. awful. That was very <laughs> Chitlin' Circuit, like, okay. That was a mama in them wig. You're not at that age, man, that you need to be wearing a mama in them wig. Oh, my God. Yeah, you could have Googled black hair. 95. <laughs> it, it wasn't hard. I mean, I, I didn't want them to have 
I mean, of course, we didn't expect them to have a Halle Berry Bats type of look or, you know, finger waves and all that. But mm-hmm. something that was at least a representation of the times for someone in a professional setting. Mm. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe this new phase to undo those wrongs, <laughs> those weird um, wrongs. I, I don't know. Because Mo- Monica looked great. I remember, like, I anytime she was on the screen in WandaVision, I could not take my eyes off her because mm-hmm. she just she commands yeah. the screen and that's just her yeah. presence and then we you know peel back the layers she's a good looking woman and she's styled Ooh. great and Donna she's got Paris. such a nice body yes yes god yes <laughs> tiana is beautiful my god yes <laughs> exquisite chef's kiss <laughs> so Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Do you want to do a fan right. casting first, or do you want to do a fuck Mary Kill? How you want to do it? Um, we can. Oh, shit. Oh, I can't remember what we did last time. We can do a. Let's do a fan cast because I think I have something a little interesting. I feel like I should. I shared a TikTok with you, or it was a tweet earlier this week. It's Tuesday. I'm saying earlier this week. Within the last few days. I feel like people listen to us and, you know, they've been <laughs> ramping up the fan casting. And I'm like, okay, uh-huh. I get uh-huh. y'all. I see y'all. Y'all yeah. need to write the source. It's okay. We all right. win. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you uh, kick. Oh, you want to go first? You want to go first? Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Um, so this one is something that I, I had to do a little altered little take on it because it's not something that I consume. Okay. Um, but with all of the real housewife talk that's going on and that's been going on, I'll be feeling left out of shit. But I do see that you are involved in those conversations. I, I would love it for you to cast your own real housewife franchise with six celebrity women. Okay. I I love it. I love it. I see you be using the gifts, and I'm like, okay, I know Rain's not. <laughs> I know Rain's not steeped in this universe, but I know he's familiar with stuff. I really thought you were gonna have me pay. when you said the Real Housewives. I really thought you were gonna give me the Real Housewives of Marvel. That's what I really thought. See, I wanted to go there because of that Sheree and Kenya commercial. Was that? Uh, did you see that? Where they were? I did. I did. See okay. That. And I was like, oh, I don't know. He might hit me with some some uh, Doctor Strange. So let me just kind of yeah slide off to the side. Now, if you want to do a Marvel, hey, I'm with that too. But I want a six person housewife franchise built by John. Okay, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna go with Marvel and then I'm gonna go with celebrity. So for the Real Housewives of Marvel. It's, I mean, you're you Hello. you're probably yes. not going to be surprised by who I'm picking. <laughs> I am giving Center Infinity Stone to Lorna Dane herself, Miss Polaris. Ah, That's come one. On. I am going to give another Infinity Stone to. Jean Elaine Gray Summers. So that's mm, okay. Two. I am giving my third Infinity Stone to every you but you have to have everyone's favorite Southern Bell role. Come on. Yes. I am going to give that's four. My fifth, I am giving. I want to kind of represent all aspects. Okay, so I am giving She-Hulk is getting it. Okay. And rounding out the cast, I am giving it to Storm, Aurora Monroe herself. So that is my six-person Real Housewives of Marvel. Hold up. Uh Uh-uh. You said uh, Polaris. Phoenix, Rogue, She-Hulk, and Storm. Oh, one more. Um, let's see. 
mean, Jubilee you know is right I'm there. I'm going but... to give. I see. I don't want to stay with you. I'm going to give my last spot to Firestar. I I mm. don't not like Firestar. I love Angelica <laughs> very much. So she's gonna round out my cast. Okay, I see it. I see it for her. I so, see it. It's, mm, good cast. Good cast. My real housewives celebrity edition. I want the center spot. I, I want to build the show around Halle Berry. Okay. So we Watch have choice. Halle Berry, Carrie Washington. Mm. I want what's I I want Paula Patton. Okay. I want, let's see, I want, I want Tiana Parrish. Mm. Okay. I, I, I want Michelle, I, I love Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer has always been one of my favorite white, I want Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. And lastly, I want Alfre Woodard. Huh. Come I feel on. like Alfre Woodard and Michelle Pfeiffer are like the grand dames of this. So I want them. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'd love to watch that shit. Now I'd tune in for that. I think that would be uh, lit. I do. My God. Yeah. Alfre and Michelle. Oh, my God. And I, I'm a Michelle fan as well. She is. um. Yeah, that's a blind. I feel like I she does get not with. get the credit. I feel like, she, and I think I even read an article that they said that she's one of the most underrated actresses. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that because she should definitely be up there with the uh, most um, Devil Wears Prada shit. Um, I agree, and I, I and I read that a lot of it was she was playing against type because they, I mean. Not to be superficial, but she is a beautiful. She was a beautiful woman then. She's a beautiful mm-hmm. woman now, and sometimes it's hard to break against being so beautiful yeah. that you have to prove you're as equally talented. A lot mm-hmm. of it, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to see this in misogyny, but a lot of times these actresses that are known for being so critically acclaimed and so talented are not necessarily. And I'm using air quotes the standard of beauty. Hmm. They may have a distinct look, but they may not be, you know, they may not be what ideally is considered dropping. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's mm. kind of it's kind of playing itself against like you're either going to be talented and just striking or you know have a certain aesthetic or you're going to be beautiful and they don't think that you have the range. And, and I think a lot yeah. of times, you know, Two people I can definitely think fall into that category. One, Michelle Pfeiffer. Two, Halle Berry. It's like they're so fucking physically arresting that you're mm-hmm. distracted and you don't you don't buy into a performance because you're just putting you're categorizing them as they're just beauty queens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's very rare that you have that complete package because as much as Hollywood gives Julia Roberts, I don't think she's <laughs> conventionally attractive. I think she she looks like a woman that would be behind you in Target that mm. is picking her butt. I don't think that. And then <laughs> as far as acting, I don't think that she's done anything that has made me be like, wow, that's just not Julia Roberts in different clothes. But mm. I so are you ready for your fan casting? You, you kind of read my know. mind. It's so funny that you called it out because my fan casting is going to somewhat play into that. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. I want you to fan cast a six-person Illuminati ha. from Marvel. I want you to pick six people, and I want you to pick the actor that is going to portray them. Alright, bet. First up, Blue Marvel. Um, second, Vanilla Lafayette. Yep. Uh, okay. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Um, 
Let's do uh, Blue Marble, Lunella. Let's do M, Monet St. Claude. I knew that was coming. You, <laughs> come on, come on. You already know. Um, then we're going to go, I'm trying to think of like geniuses in the Marvel Universe. Um, Blue Marble, Lunella, M. That nigga's name. This is young dude mutant who is a healer, and I can't remember that boy's name. Uh, fuck it, we're gonna go. We're going to go with skin. Angelo S. And I always get this name wrong. Is it Espinosa? Nope. I can't say his name right. But skin. He was in Generation X. I know. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and then I'm going to go. Da, 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 da. Let us see. Let us see. Okay. Damn. This is good. Okay. Blue Marvel, Lunella, Monet, Angelo, and two more spots. Um, I have to know more genius level fucking newest than this. Um, I will go with Uh, honestly, America, um, and I'll I'll explain why in a minute. Because the America we got in uh, Doctor Strange is not the America I'm used to from the comics, and that's Bumblebee. Like so, I <laughs> 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 go with America, and then lastly, uh, uh, I will go with Bishop. Okay. okay. Okay, uh, so who uh, are you casting for these coveted roles? Uh, okay, so for Bishop, uh, Method Man. Now, for me, he's not my he's not my go to who I would personally cast, but he has been vying for this role right. for so long. If I'm in control, I want to give that man a chance. He he looks nothing like a bishop that I would want, right. but I, I I think he deserves. Um, so I'm gonna go with Method Man for help for. Blue Marvel, older black distinguished man. Um, had this been a few years ago, I would have said Denzel, but I actually would want to go with. Um, damn, would I want to go with his son? No, um, I can't think of. Okay, let me go back to him. Lunetta Lafayette. Um, I don't know if she's too old. Let me check this girl's age real quick. Um, um, and I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna butcher her name. Um, it is. I think she's older. Um. Come on now. Come on, boo. Okay. This is uh, Quavagene Wallace. Is that her? Okay. I think I said it correctly. I think no, you I said it. it. Okay. Um, how old is she? Well, she's 18. Damn it. I I'll still go with her. Um, because I can't think of off the top of my head a young girl actress that's black. Uh, I just say age her up, but I would go with her. One, I don't think she she gets enough roles, and I did like her. And, and I mean, I like musicals. I like all that campy shit, but I like her acting. Um, and I'm not going to repeat her name. I'm just going to say Q, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, skin. I want to combat the bullshit casting of New Mutants and of their um, Robert DaCosta. I want me a dark Dark Spanish. Okay, hold on. Damn. Uh, New York, not even necessarily dark, just visibly non white, non racially right. ambiguous. Hmm. Actors. Shit. You know who I want to go with, but I feel like this is. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is a go to, and this isn't. Um, he played so many stereotypical roles. Um, what's Homeboy from Veronica Mars? And I know he's grown. Oh, Percy um, Jackson III. 
but he he like that same character he played. He was always playing like in different like little lifetime movies and different. Like he was playing that same fucking guy, the um the Latin dude. What's you said, Percy? Wait, oh wait, no, no, no. With the you're tattoo. talking about Neville. That was it. That was his name. Are you talking about from Veronica Mars? You're talking about the Latino dude. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's not Percy Daggs the third is the is the black dude. Um, oh, no, is, no, 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 no. This the the, the bald head Latino dude. Cause he, oh shit. What? Hold on. His name is Neville. yeah. On the show, um, it was Neville. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Uh no, you're right. Such a baby. Wait a minute, this nigga got a baby face. This is not. Oh, this gonna piss me off. (laughs) Wait, you talking about Francis um, Capra? I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. He's the role of Max Connor and Kazam. He was Eli. I'm sorry, not Neville. Weevil, Navarro, and Veronica Mars. Mm Hmm. Okay. Damn, how old is that nigga, though? He's 40. No, I'm sorry. He's 39. He just turned 39 April 22nd. Mm, I don't want to default to him just because. But I did like him, and I liked that he was in, but he played that same fucking character and everything, and that was sort of the characterization of Angelo in the Generation X comics. Because, again, wasn't really a lot of POCs in control of that run, but I liked that idea that all these kind of privileged ass kids and then you got this nigga who you know was from the hood and that part of his characterization remained throughout his entire run and i feel like he is one character who they have really dropped the ball with and he's never been able to really explore his identity outside of the stereotypical homes barrio i'm a gangbanger persona that was on him, it was never done well, and I think putting him in the Illuminati and making him be a member with his own lived-in experience, being just as valuable as these genius niggas who are just exceptionally brilliant, where he's right. able to look at shit a different way. I think that would really serve as a catalyst to make his character be taken a little more seriously. So, yes, yes. Um, for M, since we do have skin in there. Uh, Counterparts of each other, they're both in the same age group. I'm actually going to go with <laughs> Kerry Washington. I'm oh, going with Kerry tal- Washington. The talent, nigga. Yes. The talent. I I don't know. I just think I want her frame. She's she's smaller, and I like this idea that this smaller, kind of slight woman with the acting chops is like this powerful, arrogant ass, fucking aristocratic asshole genius who could back up everything. So I like that, and also making her a dark black woman and not this kind of whitewashed version we keep getting. So that was definitely oh America. Um, She's definitely black. Like you can never mistake Carrie for being racially ambiguous. That is a black woman through and through. Absolutely, I love it. Absolutely, yes, indeed. Um, For America. I was about to say Christina Milian. <laughs> Nigga, no. <laughs> no. Um, but you know what? I don't want to because I <laughs> they've done so much with America's um fucking um uh ethnic background. Like it's been checked because I think she's Mexican in the movie, and that now nah, is she initially is she originally Mexican? She is I know she's Afro-Latina. Um, I just don't know from what country. Yeah. And so... I the comic, to, she looked like she was either Puerto Rican or Dominican. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. And because this is comics, and I can't off the top of my head remember her exact makeup, I am hopefully... Hopefully, y'all touched my head and my heart. But I would want to go with um, with Angel. Um, Angel from Pose, not not the guy Angel, uh, the girl Angel. What was Angel's name? What's Angel's fucking name? Um, I'm sorry, I think Angel is non-binary. Angel uh, from what? India, 
India. Yeah, India. Fucking India more. India more. Um, what I I don't know. I don't know. She's she's a little lighter, or they're a little lighter. They're a little lighter. Um, she's a little lighter. A little like so. I don't know. Shit, I'm kind of two months up in the foot here. Um, actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm throwing all caution to the wind. I'm going with Tatiana Ali. Give her another job. Let her do some shit. Wait. Go Ali. So you're going to cast Tatiana, Tatiana Ali as mm-hmm. America Chavez and not one of her lesbian moms? Because Tatiana Ali <laughs> is, in, is, is in her mid-40s. Oh, God damn it. Well, I'm really fucking this up. Now, al- <laughs> unless you unless you want to go, like, if you, if, unless your cast is in the 90s, I could mm-hmm. get it. But if you're gonna if, if you're going no, now, no, that's okay. Shit, Lunella is definitely gone. That she got to be Raven Simone or something. Oh, um, I'm going to explain it away as um, I can't. There's only one of her. No, I was gonna say, oh, this is her from the multiverse, but there's clearly only one of her. Um, fuck it, it's Tatiana. Fuck that. She, okay. yep, I'm sticking with her. I'm sticking with her. She is now everyone else's age. So that uh, revolving timeline and comments, everybody 25 forever. And um, I think that was it. No, Blue Marvel. I actually would go with, the more I sit on it, I would go with um, their son, John David Washington. Okay. Um, I would go with him because I feel like a lot of you get the best of both worlds. You get someone who is a good actor, but you also get someone who has those man. And some of his acting choices are they're directly his father. So you get the Denzelness of it all, but you also get someone who isn't, uh, who's close enough to him that they can pull that off, but then they're farther enough away where he's going to give his own take on it. And really, from uh, Malcolm and Marie, is the only thing I've seen him in that I've just thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, but I, I'd go with him because I think he could grow into that role. Okay. I like God it. damn, this was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So mm-hmm. let's kick off Fuck Mary Kill before we get into the main event. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Uh you want me to go first or you can go first. Okay, bet. Um, your fuck Mary Kill, Jessica Alba, Michael B. Jordan, or John Krasinski. This is the most random grab back of celebrities. Hey. Jessica Alba, John Krasinski, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. I'm going to marry Jessica Alba. She is paid out the wazoo. I am going to be a white man's whore, so I am going to fuck John Krasinski down to the balls. And, you know, sadly, Michael B. Jordan, I don't, I personally do not find the appeal in him uh-huh just i don't like i don't he's not on he's not a, he's not ugly by any means he just does not do anything for me he does I not make me wet in the pee-pee hole he just does not <laughs> i feel like i have dated so many generic michael b jordan types mm. from high school through college through mm-hmm. college that it's just a blur. Like he's that archetype of he is the everyday boyfriend type. And I've been there, done that. So I'm gonna kill him by default. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for your fuck Mary Kill? Well, uh, <laughs> I'm ready. And I already know what you I, I I can already feel the vibes when I when I give these uh contenders. So your fuck Mary Kill is the Marvel Redacted Edition. Our first oh, contender, <laughs> Benedict Wong. Next up, okay, Randall Park. And last and certainly not least, Simu Lu. <laughs> that nigga. Um. Ugh. Um, who is it? I'm killing him. Um, You're killing Simu. I am. I, he's. I don't know. He's one of those people who has that questionable 
um, background when it comes Wait, to like possibly. So okay, let me let me let me pull a John. Everything on this docket is allegedly, 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 <laughs> allegedly. But there was comments um, posted like from older Reddit like threads and shit about him, like saying not necessarily racist things, but very colorful things. And this was in the past. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, there's what I've seen hasn't. Um, I can see that though. confirmed a hundred percent. It's like okay, this is this and timelines match up or whatever. But then even with the pandemic, well, before that, of course, sex was a big part of American culture, um, the world actually. Yes. And with the rise of OnlyFans and it, the rise of fucking slut shaming and all that good shit, there were people who, even in spite of the pandemic, were still making money hand over fist. And a lot of these people, speaking specifically about men, were straight men who were pandering to their to a gay audience with like homoerotic style content that wasn't necessarily gay, like I'm going to sleep with another man, but it was this idea of this unattainable straight man. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, you also had a lot of queer creators, gay men. Uh, LGBTQIA men who were also finding success in the OnlyFans space, and uh, I you know just like to get into this phenomena um, of one the straight man pandering to or or um, pandering to the lustful um, idea of the unattainable straight guy right. to gay men as their audience um, to build that revenue and build that money without actually supporting that community. And also gay men, you know, finding a little bit more financial security or stream of income by joining into OnlyFans. Um, so how are you? Well, okay. I guess I'll start. For me. Okay. Yeah, no, um, specifically about the gay men or straight men who are um, showing their asses in, in other parts and, and really kind of selling that that queer desire um i think you know a check is a check get it how you live and do what you do and if people are going to pay let them pay but there's something about that that is not a hundred percent clean to me um i don't know that i have the full vocabulary for it but it feels very um almost i want to be very careful it's not praying per se but it feels like you're I don't know, taking, I don't know, I guess I really don't, I don't know, you you go ahead, I'm, I'm going to sit with this, because I, I have complicated feelings with this subject. So. Okay, so no, I, I, I'll take the alley. So for this, I'm with you. Get it how you live, because it's no different than, and this is going to date me so much, but that's okay. So it's no different than the webcam girls that Mm -hmm. were these big, busty, you know, tartlets that were selling a Mm -hmm. fantasy to balding middle-aged men that had no (laughs) chance on earth in in a stereotypical world to be able to ever achieve that type of glory, quote unquote, with these women. So mm-hmm. I compare it to that, which it's it sucks saying hearing it out of my mouth. It, it it doesn't sound good, but life sometimes doesn't sound good. So I think that's mm-hmm. the reality. So I think there are parallels there. Um, but there's not a standard template. There's not a default of what is desirable and what is undesirable because, mm-hmm. you know, you can pull a certain group of people and they'll say that, you know, gay, a lot of gay men are the most beautiful men on the planet. And then if that's the case, why are we so enamored with these straight men that look like models from the pages of black inches or, you know, Vogue Italia. So it's it's weird in that space because we, some some of us, clamor to these, you know, this straight aesthetic. And I I don't necessarily think it's a a straight aesthetic. I think some people 
are visually attracted to a masculine presenting person. And that can be, you know, dipped in homosexuality, heterosexuality, mm -hmm. pansexuality. So it, it's a little bit of this is a little bit of that. So I, I get that. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's pandering to a gay audience per se. I mm -hmm. think it's really just the superficiality of what we find attractive. And we complain mm. within our own community, oh, it's not enough men. If everybody's going to be a girl, who's going to be the man? And that, I hear that conversation. I see that conversation on social media. I don't really hear it as much in my day-to-day -day life because yeah, right. I just I don't think some of those conversations happen in the real world. But I, I understand, you know, using what you got to get what you want. If you are, quote unquote, gay for pay or whatever, and you know that, hey, why not appeal to a demographic? Because a lot of gay men have disposable income. There we to go. Be able to throw out for these OnlyFans pages or these, you know, if it gets to the point of pay to play or what have you. I get it. I get it. I say that because not to tell my business, but I have had encounters with men that have said they are straight mm. but the things that we do are not things that are straight mm. okay. so okay. i get it i'm never going to diminish anyone or or punch down on anyone if you say that you're straight and you identify being straight and you do this and you check off these boxes and that's how you identify, that is you. I can't say anything. Now, if our dicks are touching, if there is homoerotic energy seeping through the room, hey, <laughs> you straight, I'm clearly not straight. Hey, it is what it is. It ain't what it mm -hmm. ain't. As long as it's two consenting adults, as long as you're not kissing and telling, it is what it is. I get it. I get it. So I, I get the fantasy of that. Because sometimes you sometimes you want the fantasy. Sometimes you want to do those things. You, you want to go outside of your comfort zone. Of course, I'm hoping everyone's being safe. You know, there there have been times. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very frank. There have been times in in my lifetime, 38 years on this planet, I, you know, I have gone beyond the, the realms of only fans. Like, you know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes this, you want to pay to play and that's okay. Like it doesn't, hey. it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. Don't judge me. Judge your dick sucking stepmoms. Have I paid <laughs> to play? Yes, I have paid to play. I think I've even said it on this podcast throughout the years and I'm not ashamed of that. Like I don't I don't look down on sex workers. I, I've even told Rain, you know, there have been some things I've done in college where I might have, you know, done some mm -hmm. things. Not as change for a piece of change, but I've I've done <laughs> things and used my appeal to have that turn into being well paid. I will say that. Mm -hmm. I get okay. it. I'm gonna throw it back mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Okay. That has helped me kind of parse through my feelings because I um I am always one who's like I support sex work. So you know, regardless, like you said, do what you do, get it how you live, don't hurt nobody, and do what do what it is. And the more you talk, the more I realize, like, yeah, it is up to the consumer because I can't I can't kind of harp on the appealing to gay folks thing as if it's like, oh, the children, because children ain't signing up for OnlyFans. I'm speaking about grown-ass people with money in their pocket. Right. So, no, no, no. I, I do, I think that makes it a little bit more clear to me. Um, When it comes to it being straight men, I think it all comes down to the gay people who decide that this is the content that I want to consume. If that's what it is, that's what it is. And a lot of times you can tell, I, I would imagine you could tell the difference between 
unless women just like looking at and eating men's asses, like sometimes you can see that the content is geared to that community. And I think it's kind of hats off to that person. It's like you see what works and you're uh, doubling down on it. Like, what is it? Flash Gordon? Flash, Flash, whatever, that light-skinned nigga with the dreads who's like, identifies as straight as far as I'm concerned, but oh, all his content yeah. for the I first, exactly like, year. The pretty eyes, yeah. I know yeah, it was, that nigga was gay, gay on the low. Gay, gay, gay. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's something Azalea Banks said. I'm sorry. Um, uh. But yeah, no, no, I think that... <laughs> I think that that is, um, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. And I think if you look at some of our older episodes, um, I forget the one it was, but we were talking about desirability in the queer community. Yes. That is one of those kind of loopholes, backdoor deal type things where you can access this community that has this disposable income. It's like the cheat code to getting rich. You know, and maybe this can be said for men across the board, because I'm sure there are women and female and creators who are getting some of the same funds from being straight by pan and otherwise. So maybe it's just the thing that men are just like, yeah, let's throw this money at this beautiful thing that I like. But something about it being straight men who have like access that cheat code. There's nothing inherently wrong about it. But I'm like, nigga, you better at least hold a dick. That's not your own if you're going to be doing this shit. but. You know, right. more power to them. More power to them niggas. Get your money. Um, yeah, that's where I'm going to rest on that because I was I was kind of battling with it at first, but I agree with you. Get it how you live. So the second part to what you brought up. So the everyone making it big um, or making a big deal about OnlyFans and that has really grown up um, throughout this pandemic. I think my first introduction to knowing what OnlyFans was has been in the last two years. It maybe predates the pandemic just by maybe a year or two. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I just wasn't, you know how when you're a certain, when we, we age out of certain things that we just, we're not mm-hmm. as on the nose and as hip with everything that's going on. And I think that was the case. And I'm like, what is OnlyFans? And then I was like, oh. Um, so, and I think I was listening to another show, um, I want to say within the last month, and they, the guy said that he noticed that, because I guess he's, he has an alternate Twitter account outside of his regular mm-hmm. Twitter account. And he mm-hmm. said something along the lines that he's noticing lately as the pandemic is kind of, because we're not out of the pandemic, so I don't really know how to phrase this. Now the pandemic mm-hmm. is not as much as lockdown mode and things have kind of loosened up that he's not seeing, you know, as much content from people. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know because I don't have an alternate Twitter account. Um, mm. I, I see things on my main account or what have you. But the thing is this. I I, I like looking at explicit gay sex. I, I like mm-hmm. butt fucking, dick sucking, you know, yep. all kinds, anything and everything as long as it is legal and there's no inappropriate stuff. I'm all for it. So when you have these prices for these only and we you and i've had this conversation you have these prices for these only fans i want to say the standard price for only fans is let's just say 9.99 or 10.99 so i get that i don't i don't expect 40 minute clips i don't expect 30 minute clips 10 up to 10 minutes i get but when you are charging 14, 15 plus, mm. and the content is just you and a jock strap, you pulling your underwear down just a little bit to see the top of your butt cheeks. Get the fuck out of here. Keep that yeah. shit on the motherfucking playground. If you are going to be charging anything above $10, pull that dick out, spread those cheeks. Put that balloon knot on the camera in portrait mode. I want to mm-hmm. see all of the cracks and crevices. If you are going to do, if you're going to commit, commit. Don't half-step it because I'm just like, are you fucking serious? I want to say in the last year, I probably have subscribed to anywhere between four to five OnlyFan accounts. Mm, okay. I want to say... 
I was only disappointed by two. Mm. I'm sorry. I was, okay. I was I was disappointed by two, and I was like, one of them is somebody that I follow on Twitter and I interact with, and you know we 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 have exchanges here and there, and I was mm-hmm. like, you're such a good looking guy, but the content is boring, and it wasn't it wasn't priced. Of, I mean, of course, none of this is exorbitant. It was priced. I want to say it was eight ninety nine, and it was like, you ain't where the action at? Where are the yeah. dicks? Where is where is the <laughs> fucking? Where are the yeah. nipples? Like I'm just like you staring into the camera trying to make doe eyes. Man, you could have kept that shit on Instagram. You could have you could have mm-hmm. did that for an Instagram story on Snapchat. Where 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 is the fucking? Where are mm-hmm. The hood niggas at. That that is what I go to. And then one of them, I, I, because it was the guy, I remember, I I remember sending this to you. Remember the guy that was dealing with Jeffree Star, the, the, the the ball player, but he's overseas. Yeah. Conventionally attractive. I I think we've seen 30 types of that variant of nigga. And he initially was charging $39.99. For Ooh, and I was yikes, like, I, I was like, you fine, but absolutely not. So he had dropped the price down to I want to say seven ninety nine, and then I thought like, I'll subscribe, and then I was like, nigga, I am oh yeah, impressed. Yeah. I think I took a screenshot of Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I wasn't impressed, and then it was a whole bunch of scam, and it was like, yo, you want the exclusive exclusive content? Here's a, you know, get in my DM, send me ten dollars for video. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. I will go yeah. to com for the amateur stuff because yeah, some of y'all only fans ain't some of y'all only fans ain't hit like that. You need to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. You need to have a focus group. You need to do something else because what you are giving us is not what we want. I want my money back. You know what? Yeah. Bank of America, I did not authorize this transaction. <laughs> go ahead and run that. Go ahead and put an R6 on that and run that back for me. Thank you. Oh, no, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. What's been your experience with that? It's trash. It's uh, much like yours. I feel like a lot of people, and, and unless that's what you're going for, just let me jack off into the camera or talk shit or whatever. But as much Niggas don't as even be dope, jacking off into the camera. They be looking at the camera with their underwear down, but you can't oh, yeah, see nothing, but you want to charge $15. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God oh, ain't having that. Yeah, no. I, I just, like, there is a conversation to be had about those uh, folks who do that fucking are we fucking in the parking lot are we fucking on top of the roof and all that because there's clearly some legal implications if you get caught being naked fucking out in public but what I want to say to their credit is that those people are like it's just gonna sound so weird they're putting energy into making this content interesting again right. this is no uh permission slip to go out and fuck on top of a truck in the middle of traffic but I see that there's like two kind of creators. Like you said, you have people who are conventionally attractive and are quite lazy, you know? And it's just like, let me do this for these three seconds to get you to look at this video that's for five minutes, but it's the same thing. Um, I think that being a podcaster, funny enough, has taught me that if I was to ever start an OnlyFans, my branding would have to be exceptional. Because I think that's where a lot of people fail it's because I'll see those that specific side of Twitter, and I'm like, a lot of this is trash. Your your captions are terrible. Even when you're trying to go for the oh my weed man came over it, I ended up oh fucking him and this God, and that. I'm like so tired you, of that tired. It's ass a new storyline. Story like these, I don't. I get for me and for me as a porn consumer, there's just a certain. If you're not going heavy into a niche, like you got to do better. Because just because right. you're six five, two hundred pounds. Eight pack, you, again, you're a variant of Dr. Strange. There's so many of you out there. Right. Um, so if I'm going to give my money to one of you, one of you 12, I'm going to give it to the one that's, you know, fucking from a sling on the ceiling, you know, or right. in the trunk, you know, in the back in the trunk. Of a, you know, something. I don't know. I just think that folks aren't giving what it's supposed to give. They're not. I, I look at porn the same way I look at music. The same way I look at art, TV shows, and all of that. Right. Like, you have to know your foundation. If you have to revisit those old 
um, VHS tapes, those old grainy footage of like the storyline. <laughs> if the storyline they feel yeah. just the actual fucking itself, just the clothing, um, the hairstyles. Yes, that was you know them just fucking at the time, but you can no longer in 2022 and beyond just do something. Everything we do is built off the backs of something else. And so even when it comes to porn, a lot of times if if you're just fucking and doing back shots, that's interesting and exciting, especially if you just need to get a nut. But like, what are you doing to make me revisit? What are you doing to make me talk about this in a good way? Because all publicity and good publicity. I like the guy who fuck with Jeffree Star, because of your recommendation, if I was to be in the market to get some OnlyFans, it would not be his. Like, so what are you doing to set yourself apart? And I think people in porn, much like a lot of industries think, oh, they're doing it. I could just do it. I could just jump thank, in the podcast. Thank you. I could just jump. You yeah. nailed it. Thank you. And mm-hmm. that goes across everything. Just because everyone else is doing it. What are you adding? What are yeah. you adding to the conversation? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's upsetting. It really is. It's upsetting <laughs> like, me and my homegirl. It is upsetting. No, for real. No, yeah, for real. He's upset. Just, yeah. Find niches, niggas. I'm sure it's a bunch of folks that love tall niggas with red shirts on. Find that niche and run that shit into the ground. And give us ropes of nut. We want ropes Uh, of nut. We want nut all over the walls, the bed (laughs) sheets, all over your face, all on your throat. We want it everywhere. I don't want yeah. those dry ass OnlyFans, and you want to charge me nineteen dollars and seventy seven. You know what? Say that because another thing. Okay, if we're gonna get a little bit telling business here, <laughs> I hate a motherfucker to come. Come sign that shit is like a teaspoon, uh, if that. Uh, right, like, you gotta plan this nigga, shit out. If you know you got right. on camera, you need to don't have a backup. <laughs> Damn, oh. if you know. You got certain kinds. Do not fuck for a day or two. Like you need, like you need to find. A, that's another. Like know your fucking body. If you ain't shooting ropes and that every fucking time you do something, you need to plan this content accordingly and set up multiple cameras so that you can get all the angles. But you know, I digress. I used to. We don't want no dollops so. of nut. No dollops of nut. No. Yeah. No. Not yeah. on OnlyFans. Now you can do that on a random Thursday with your boyfriend. From the from you know the bank <laughs> or the bakery, but for only fans we don't want it. We don't oh want yeah, it. yes indeed. So we are I don't paying know, our hard earned U.S. American dollar in inflation. I want to be entertained. <laughs> I want to be tantalized. Yes. I Come want on. my knees to buckle. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, are you pointing that boyfriend fucking for yourself? Up. We don't want it. Right. Right, keep that I shit over there. Y'all to be fucking fucking. I want to see some. I want. <laughs> and one last day before we go. So let me say yeah. this. So I don't know if this trend is gone, or maybe I'm just not as tapped in. I do not see the creaming videos. Oh my god! The way I saw them two or three years ago. Yo, I don't. I. I because these niggas still ain't using condoms, and that's okay, because I'm watching. I'm not joining, so I get it. If you don't want to use a condom, that's your business. I'm entertained. But I'm not seeing the I'm not seeing the, the air quote creaming videos that I used to see all the time. Did that I mean, stop? Like, what, what is your take on that before we close out? I don't know. I, much like you, I, I was seeing them heavy, prevalent uh, in the yes. last couple of years, and even before, but not to the same degree. Um... I don't know. It could be like whoever you um, cited earlier saying that now that the pandemic is quote unquote slowing down, there's less content and maybe less discussion about it. But I, now that you say it, I do feel the same. I just saw one the other day that was kind of sort of, I say one of them videos, but it wasn't, but there was no discussion about it. But then, like, the other seven or eight videos that this person had, it was non-existent. So I think you're right. Uh, maybe it's finally, I don't know, dried up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Not the creamy videos have dried up. You know what? Uh, Rain Coleman, take us yeah. out with something fun yet informative. Fun and informative. Um Everyone who's listened this far, use the hashtag um, no cream. 
Use that. Um, uh, <laughs> Episode title, no cream. Oh, no. I'm uh, very glad and grateful to be on here. Happy you guys have been listening and rocking with us so far. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, what I would like, if you've made it to this point, um, and especially if you're not part of the LGBT community, let us know um, if these uh, conversations are like opening your mind a little bit. Not necessarily you are now gay yourself, but are you getting a little bit more insight into the lives that you maybe ordinarily would not have? Past watching something on TV with a dress on or some girl with a foot, with a uh, baseball cap. Let us know. That's what I would like to know. Let yeah. us know. So, Ray Coleman, let the listeners know where they can find you, my brother. Yes, yes. Hit me up on Twitter, Carefree Blur. That's the most immediate way to get in touch with me. I love to talk shit, talk shit with me. Um, all other social media, Carefree Black Nerd. have a podcast, talk about nerd shit. Um, by the time this comes out, I think I will have a Doctor Strange thing up. I'm saying it now. To force myself to get it done. <laughs> so um, check that out. And then, of course, come back here every month talk with me and John about gay side stories we imagine and uh keep the love coming hit them hearts and all that good shit thank you thank you thank you and we will 